When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Cabo Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. And welcome in, everybody, to Ticket Week Nights. I'm Nicole Griffith, and we are not in studio. We are on field trip on remote. We are at Upside Bar and Lounge, 27th and Pine Lake at South Point, uh, across from South Point Pavilions for Taco Night, Margarita Night. We've been here probably a few months, four, three, four, five months. Um, so, yeah, this is our night to hang out down here, and I'm joined with Nick Sainert. Um, Nick, Hello. Hey. How's it going? Good. That's good. Yeah. Good, good. And Carter's um, pushing buttons back in studio. How, Carter, you got the mic near you. Are you doing good? Yeah, I'm doing well. Okay. Carter. Perfect. Hey, I feel so, like, um, not in control doing really? radio in general because, like, you guys are on the board. But yeah. I feel even more less in control on remotes because Carter's just, like, a voice. I feel like True. maybe is that what on the stream or anything. I know, but I feel like is this what quarterbacks feel like when plays get called in is like you just hear maybe. it hear it a but voice they don't, they don't know where it's at. Yes. They're, they're like, "Whoa, who's talking? Is, who's to me? talking to me?" I mean, they know who's talking to him, but, but like, yeah. I, I get what you're picking up or think, setting down. Yep, got it. Yep, great. <laughs> so, we're here at Upside. We're live for the next 2 hours. Um easy easy fun show. I feel like we're just kind of I had some people text me asking what the show's going to be like and uh, we're just going to kind of vibe for Absolutely. the next two hours. So wanted to keep it um, simple and fun because uh, we're, it's April 11th mm-hmm. and, you know, don't need to, to. Are you saying you don't want to talk about football? <laughs> I love talking about Nebraska football. It's my favorite thing ever. That's why we're leading the show with it. So, <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, yeah, breaking news. Nebraska had a had a football game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, there was two teams and there was a football so yeah, there were 22 people on the field. And, at a time, yes. And actually, I, 23, Frost was behind quarterback at all moments. He was. So uh, we'll talk some spring game. I have some thoughts, and I, I have my five takeaways because uh, it kind of took – actually, I have six. So I have okay. top five takeaways, and there's six there. So, Perfect. Um, we will break that down, and then we'll talk with our intern, Alexis, um, if you guys caught the tail end of Box Show, uh, uh, 
Bach and uh, Strick uh, on the block. Uh, they talked with Alexis. She was a part of the all-female broadcast through KV, KVRN. KRNU. K- KRNU. Yes. So um, I think KVRN's the the carny one that she usually works with, but the the female broadcast was KRNU. Okay. I per- think. We'll ask her. Yes. So she was a part of an all-female-led broadcast that covered the spring game, and Alexis was on the call. She yeah, wasn't just a cool. part of it. She was yeah. the main play-by-play person. So we will talk with her about that experience because I have never called a football game. Yeah. And I have only ever done play-by-play or I've done color with you before for high school basketball. And That's then right. I used to do um, – I've done like volleyball, high school volleyball before. Not in Lincoln, but I've done it before. So we will talk to her. And then um, we're going to talk some Nebraska softball because um, they keep winning. So we're going to keep talking about them. And we're going to talk about Nebraska baseball because they keep losing. And we're going to keep talking about them. <laughs> so it goes both ways. And then we'll talk some Masters. Did you have Scotty winning? I, so I did not. In our in our little ticket golf pool, I did not have oh, Scotty. Oh, there was a golf pool. There was a golf pool. How do you? Um, how does that work? You just pick yeah, so one pick, person? So Jake. Jake separates, like, the top golfers into one pool. Then the second, like, the mid-range golfers into one. And then the bottom golfers into another one. You pick... One of the top tier golfers, two of the middle tier, and two of the th- the bottom. Oh, tier. that's nice. It's and not then just you like just one. add up all the scores. Oh, and so I think so. I think Nathan won. Of course, because he did. because he picked Scotty Scheffler. He's obsessed with him now. He is. He is. Which I will say, there was a really cool thing that that Scotty Scheffler like released about how his faith and everything, like how he like leaves or he understands like this is just a game. And it was super cool. So I, after I read that, I became more of a fan of Scotty. Like, he's like, my wife just told me that, like, before I left for Augusta, that whether or not I win this golf tournament, like, we're still family and that she still loves me. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, so like, Which, think, she's yes. great. She's great. Yes, like, we, exactly. they were so cute. Um, they hugged after the game, but like, after, or after yeah, the, the um, round. And they walked, did yes. the walk, but. Um, just imagine, like, your spouse leaves Gone. for the Masters and you're like, if you don't win this, I don't love exactly, you anymore. Exactly. So you better win the Masters. Exactly. So like, it was really cool. Like, just he's like, yeah, just put things into perspective. That I like realized that there's bigger things in life than this golf tournament. And so I was like, that's pretty cool. So I says I'm the guy who that. wins. Yeah, exactly. I bet he wouldn't be saying that if he lost. <laughs> so we'll talk some Masters. We'll talk. Uh, so that'll be kind of the first hour, and then we'll do the second hour again. We'll talk some more spring game, and then. Um, Nebraska baseball. So we'll do softball in the first hour, baseball in the second hour, and then we'll sprinkle in some spring game throughout and then kind of whatever happens. So news of the day today, um, and we'll talk about this later too, but Ani Evans out of Waverly got uh, the Nebraska volleyball program, John Cook. uh, She's on scholarship now. She was a a walk-on setter out of Waverly and has now earned scholarship. If you earned a scholarship, if you didn't see the video, it's on Twitter, on social media of Cook uh, awarding her it. And you could just tell that she – Cook is just so good at that stuff, right? It wasn't just – everything is a learning lesson. Um, He could have just been like, we have a surprise today, Mm -hmm. whatever. But he, like – made her answer questions and really yeah. it felt like he was she was did a very good job he was kind of grilling her a little bit and then she won the award i don't remember what it's called but she had the highest um gpa at the final four so she was recognized in between um sets during one of the games so 
Shout out Ani Evans, the Waverly product. Love seeing the walk-on stories to scholarships. So. Well, yeah, no, you hit it right on the head. I mean, he, he did an awesome job about, like, you know, do you think good things happen when you work hard? And she's like, well, yeah. And he's like, do you think you work hard? And she's like, I'd like to think so. And stuff like that. So it was really cool. And He made her and, earn it. Oh, big time, big time. And and then, like you said, there she, he's like, do, do you think any of the freshmen know what the Elite 98 or 94 award is? And she's like, I don't know, do you guys? And they all, like, shook their head no. And she was like, it's highest GPA at the Final Four, like you said. And he's like, all right, so, you know, when good things – or when you work hard, good things happen, and that's why we're putting you on scholarship. Like, it was super, super cool. She started crying. Everybody started crying. And it was, it was really cool. We're here taking weeknights with Nicole Griffith at Upside Bar and Lounge. You can uh, check out Nick's tweet of promoting the event. He – did a really great job. Shout out, Nick, and your <laughs> photography skills. So with the 93.7 The Tickets Twitter account, and it's a picture, and, of course, it like looks totally normal and fine. And then um, Enrique Alvarez-Clary, uh, that's what you got to be careful. When you uh, working in the news, uh, you have to be careful of where doors are. Doors yeah, and windows and mirrors and reflections. So you see Nick uh, <laughs> taking the picture in the reflection and it just looks like a total dad move. He has the phone all the way up to his face. Um, he has two hands on the phone, legs shoulder width apart, <laughs> I need a, good uh, a slight bend in the knee. Um, athletic, staying athletic. <laughs> so go check out that tweet and come hang out with us at Upside Bar and Lounge. You're here for the next uh, two hours. So Nick, good uh, good day so far. I got my phone fixed. I don't know. Was I, it broken? Was it broken? I didn't know it was broken. It's been broken since the Minnesota-Nebraska football game. And it just took you till uh, on April 11th to get it fixed. Well, exactly. So I went and traveled. I went to Minneapolis and covered the football game. Yes. And then I knew it was going to be a bad day when my phone fell off the car in the parking oh. garage. Like, I was just gathering our gear because we have a whole wagon full of stuff and then um i have noticed that you guys like roll around a wagon would you rather carry it well no i mean no but from the parking lot to level six of memorial stadium that's true yeah kevin thank goodness for elevators number one number two (laughs) i have seen you and kevin be you know rolling around that little wagon or whatever little wagon well it's a big wagon but (laughs) It's full of stuff. So we got to the Minnesota game, and then um, I knew right away. You have to be there like three hours before. It's a road game, mm-hmm. so you want to be there even like three, four hours before so you get your spot, yep. you're set up, you're connected to Wi-Fi, you're ready to go. And then it was an 11 a.m. game per usual. And so anyways, I'm parked in the parking garage gathering my stuff, and my phone just fell off the car. And it fell on its back, so it fell not face okay. down, but it still shattered the front. Really? Mm-hmm. So I've shattered my phone twice, and both times, not this phone, but my like iPhone 8s or 10s or whatever, um, and I have gotten it fixed by this like repair store that costs 116 bucks to re- repair the one screen. 1-6 every- or 116? 1-1-6, mm-hmm. $116, and it, it's not cheap, but it, it works every time. I know, I got mine fixed today. So the point of why I'm saying I got it fixed today was- You still got the screen protector and everything I know, because there. I'm going to, I want to get like a, one of those thicker ones. The Thicker screen protectors? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is just the screen. Oh, okay. I want to get like a... Oh, it's a new screen. A layer. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, I don't know. I you should gotta, probably just take this off because dust is getting in it. Be careful because uh, they it's hard not to bubble up those screen protectors. I always bubble them up. I always have the guy do it. Oh, okay. Like, I know people take like either like a razor blade that or... That never or works. They take, credit like, cards Credit cards. Never. Yeah, like you just have to, you have to really push it. 
on, um, you know, like trying to get all the bubbles out and creases and all that. Anyways, the point of why I'm saying this is because I didn't have my phone for the better part of the afternoon. So mm. I listened to the ticket. Oh, thank you. When I was driving around doing my errands. And here comes our trio. Yes. Shout out thank to the you. trio. Shout out to Upside, not the trio. Well, the trio at the Upside, at Upside Barn Lounge. So if you can see it on the, on the video stream, Nick and I like to, we have dinner together once a month. <laughs> we do. At Upside Barn Lounge. And there's uh, salsa, queso, cheese. Yes, queso guac. and guac. The tomatoes are a new touch. Yeah, they are. So nice gives a little color. Um, let's just go to break so we can start eating. No, don't take us to break. We still have um, <laughs> yeah, 12, 12 minutes. We still have a ways to go. Guess but, what? We get a 45-minute segment next time. So I was listening to you rant about a lot of things uh, that involved baseball yeah. um, and softball equipment. So yes. I'm just – you don't have to rant. You don't have to talk about it. But I'm just wondering, revisiting the day, how the day line up? How, what did we actually, talk about It actually really outside went, of that? Yeah, it went really well. Um, I, I, there, that actually got a lot of good reaction on the text line, and I got tweeted at a couple times. Um, Ooh, you're asking, so popular. No, not necessarily. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that uh, I got tweeted at asking for advice on what bats to get their, their young children. So I, What started actually, it? Did you see someone buy a $500 no, so, bat, or well, okay, like why so did you just go off the hand? So obviously, you know, like with working at D-Bat every now and like very, very few, or very seldom now, uh, anyway, open, help open D-Bat, whatever. And, uh, Developing beliefs and traditions, attitudes, attitudes and traditions, traditions on and off the field. Yes, exactly. So I, uh, every single time I'm in there, I see a parent buying their young child. So you sell bats. the bats? I do not sell. That's this. So I gave everybody my selling tactic today. Like that's that's but what do I do. You sell I those when they bats at work? Yes. But you don't want people to buy them. I don't want people to buy the four hundred fifty dollars bats if it's not the right thing for their child. Interesting. That's like the biggest thing that we do. Um, we make it very clear to all of our employees that, yo, you are So not, you carry them. You, yeah, we carry them because like we, I mean, part of it is we have to. I mean, we're a business at the end of the day. But also like part of it also, in addition to that is like we're not going to, we don't want to sell you something that you don't need. We don't want to sell you something excessive that's not necessary. So like I think how it started, so Vershawn was out today. And it was like I did hear you for a long time. Yeah, so I took over it. And now you're on my show? Yes. Are the people sick of Nick Sainert? Text yeah. in 402-464-5685. So you've been on the Captain Happy Hour and now Nicole's Ticket Weeknight show? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Ugh, and it's, I'm it's, sick it's, of he, it's, and I haven't even listened that long. It's only Monday. But no, um anyway, so what this what basically what happened was um we, we started talking about Husker baseball and then me and DP got into this big conversation about like pitchers and manipulating umpires and not, manipulating is a bad word, but basically like forcing umpires to call strikes and things like that. And as a catcher and a pitcher and what's important as a pitcher and, and what you want to focus on. And then it started talking about like just gear and how a $400 bat does not make you a $400 player. Like mm. it does not make you a better player. It's all, at the end of the day, it's fundamentals and it's the skill and, and practicing and things like that. And I was just like, you know what? Let's just get on the soapbox right now. And I, I was like, it. yep. Yeah. So that's what happened there. I did not expect it to necessarily go an hour and a half, but then we just kept, we kept getting questions on the text line. We kept getting, we, we even got, I, like I said, I got tweeted at a couple times. And so I was like, all right, here we go. I guess, I guess we're good. We're good to go. Um, Big Slim. Okay, so if they get tired of hearing my voice, 402-464-5685. Uh, Big Slim says this, I'm going to hear that voice in my dreams, but he puts on a good show. 
How many times does he say at the end of the day? A lot. Do you say at the end of the day? I do. I say at the end of the day and I say, all right, let me say this. You do a I lot. Say a lot. A lot. You, you also say, like I said. Like we said, like, we t- like we've we, talked about, like I've said. Don't say that. Like in the news, this isn't news, this is radio, yes. so it's different. But in the news, you're not supposed to duplicate things. Like, you know, the best play by play guys have different sayings for. Don't same say the things. same thing. Yep. Exactly. So, like I said. Stop yeah. saying the same thing. I need, I need Nick, to stop. I need get to it stop. Together. Oh, trust me. I, I know. Okay. Um, so I don't have any rants today. Um, should, no should, rants? So, I know. I know. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm in, a short, I'm in short sleeves. I don't know if you can see from the video stream. Um, I'm in short sleeves. I went for a walk run today. Fantastic. I, yeah, I was walking, and then all of a sudden I was running. Okay. And you just decided to kick it into gear. I did. That's good, Because I was like, why am I walking? Because I was like kind of walk. I tried to get my heart rate up, so I was yep. walking fast. And I'm like, this is dumb. Just start running. Just start running. So I, I, I ran. And then, um, yep, now I'm here. So 16 minutes in, we can finally get into our Nebraska football talk. So um, spring game. It happened on Sunday or on Saturday, the red-white scrimmage, which really wasn't a red-white scrimmage. It was like... Red versus white. So my biggest, not my biggest takeaway, my biggest gripe is when they say it's offense versus defense, which, duh, that's how football is. But it's the fact that it's not specific teams, you know, so that's why it was, like, weird, and then this scoring was weird. And I know people got, um, we're not happy. I know some, like, we're not happy with the game. It wasn't very much of a, it wasn't much of a game. Yeah. It was, um, we saw Casey Thompson uh, for three series, and he was three or four. He threw four passes. 55,000-plus people paid $10 each to come into the stadium to watch the uh, new transfer quarterback throw four passes and complete three of them, and then he was yeah. done. So, I... We, I have this written down. I say we learned dot, 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 nothing, lols. Yeah. Did, well, okay, I'll ask you this, Nicole. I mean, did you, oh, will you? Ask did me. you did you expect to learn a ton going in? Knowing this staff, knowing what they've said, I, being around this program, did I you expect? expected a little more of a show. I mean, okay. you literally heard Trey Palmer say, it's going to be a show. Wait until April 9th, see what we cook in. And then we saw <laughs> nothing. Uh, yeah, what kind of show was nothing. that? That was a terrible show. Literally I don't want to see it again. I don't want to go to the movie theater and see it again. I'm not a big go to the movie theater twice person, uh-huh. but like for the same movie, you know how some people yes. will do that. Yes. Um, I, I just yeah. feel like Trey Palmer let us down. You know, he was like, "You're gonna see. You're gonna see April 9th. Like we dogs, we're gonna see." And it's like, what? Did, what did we see? What did we see? Seventy rushes. We saw seventy that's a great rushing. Great show. Attempts. If that's if that's their game plan. That's what we saw. Well, I mean, run the damn ball, right? <laughs> run the damn ball. That's what um, Donovan, no, um, Dominic Rayola was wearing, mm. a hat that said that. So Wait, but his son's a quarterback. But he. Can... I'm, I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> Which, no, I mean, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, they kept it very boring. Even Scott said that this was hard to watch. He. He's... Yeah, which, like, you have control. I know. Like you have control like on how that hard was, it is to watch. One of my things that I took away, okay, let's let's start from the top. So one. One so the top five things that I saw that include six things okay. is the list. 
Number one, Mickey Joseph leading the charge. He was skipping, waving his arms. like So he didn't lead the tunnel, but he led the original tunnel. So like the players come out, they warm up, not in pads. And then they go back in, come back out in pads, and that's when they say, like, bring them out, bring them out. Uh-huh. And then they go back into the Phil Collins song. Into right? the air tonight. Yes. The air tonight yep. And then they come back out for the tunnel walk. So um, – Mickey Joseph led them coming out the first time, not the tunnel walk. And I saw him, like, skipping and, like, I don't know what this is called. But when they go like pumping this. Pumping up the crowd. Pumping up the crowd, moving his hands up and down. Yes. And I was like, look at this guy. Yeah, He's excited. Mickey Joseph. He wasn't just, like, head down, like, do work. And it's a spring game. It's, like, a little more relaxed, whatnot. So one thing I took away, Mickey Joseph leading the charge. The mini charge wasn't the large charge. Uh, that was Casey Thompson and Scott Frost, I think. I wasn't. I didn't see the tunnel run. Um, two, former Huskers in attendance, older, younger, Cam Taylor Britt, Jojo Doman, Damian Daniels, Vershawn Jackson, Luke mm-hmm. Gifford, um, across the board. I mean, there was, you can go on and on about how many people were there. So yeah. I thought it was really interesting that, um, I heard that Trev Alberts, uh, really pushed to have a lot of the alumni there. And I think they're trying to build that connection. And because if you think about it, like Nebraska, the good, the good old days, the heydays, like it's stretching even farther and farther apart from what these recruits and what these new players coming in, they don't know that time. And so being able to bring in, which, which is interesting because not interesting because it's like, I expect them to know. I always find it fascinating how Nebraska wants to, and I'm not saying this is a, this is a wrong thing before the, the people of the past time and the people of the nineties come at me. I'm not saying that this, it's a bad thing. Um, but like, if you look at it, like the recruits that they bring in, they don't. Unfortunately, they don't know a lot of the former Husker players that excelled here in the '90s. So, like, they're bringing them in to talk to them. I don't even them. know them. Exactly. Like, they're. I was born in the mid '90s. Exactly. So how would I know? So and, and like, them. think think about me. I was born in '01. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nicole. Why must you say that? I'm sorry, Nicole. So like, <sighs> I was born in in 2001. And we're sitting here, like, these guys that are recruits now were born in 2003, 2004. And and thinking here about how these guys are supposed to talk and and mesh well with the guys that played in the 90s. Not saying it's a bad thing, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay. The end of the day. Like, you drink. Shoot. Every time, drink. I have a water. (laughs) I do not. Nick has the Michelob. Every time he says, drink. Okay. So, so with this... um, like you're supposed to, I understand Jason Peter and Grant Wistrom and 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 Johnny Rogers, like those big names. Why you want those guys to talk to him? But I, I truly wonder how much of an effect that has on a kid from Arizona or a kid from Florida who doesn't know who it is, doesn't know what Nebraska, and never experienced Nebraska in that sense. They just have to take their word for it, and it's their first time they're meeting them. And once again, not saying it's bad. So before all the olds and all the people that were saying go back to the night. Stop calling at, them the olds. Like, so before they come at me. Like, Who's I, coming I at just, you? No, I'm saying before they do. But I, like, I, like, don't I wanna, come I wanna, at us. The I wanna, 90s were like we were twinkles in eyes. Yes. So like I, I truly wonder how much of an effect that does have or how much of a lasting effect it has when they say, hey, listen, I played here in 1992 we were whatever and whatever. This was our record. We were national champions in 95, 96. And, and this is, you know, this is the mentality it means to, or it ha- you have to have to be a Nebraska Cornhusker. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how much of a lasting effect that has. Weren't on they a- national champions in 94? 94, yes. 
Yes. 95 as well. So, like... Not 96. Not 96, thank you. 97. 97. Yes. So, I just wonder um, how much of a lasting effect it does have when these recruits, in all honesty, don't know who these former players are, and they just have to take people's and fans and, and the social media's word for it on how big of a deal they were. Yep. Okay, um... That is, we're going to take a break. We're going to stop in the middle of my list. Okay. Because we're kind of at like a breaking point right now. Not really, but we have to take a break. So um, we will finish the rest of my top five takeaways. That includes six. Uh, we went through the first two, Mickey Joseph leading the team and former Huskers in attendance. I have four more. And then we're going to bring in intern Alexis, who is going to explain. Uh, she was on the call for the spring game and on an all-women's broadcast. So Which is Awesome. Awesome. This is Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith on 93.7 The Ticket, and we will be back after this. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffith. (laughs) And get that last bite in, Nick. We're here at Upside Bar and Lounge, 27th and Pine Lake. We are indulging in a trio when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. tacos or not not tacos it's an app we get it every time so nick and i have mexican food um once a month together yes at upside bar and lounge do you have mexican food more than once a month i do okay me too so but we have it once (laughs) together together. yes we spent valentine's day together yeah don't forget that don't ever forget people forget people forget okay um, so yeah, we had to take a quick break from this award-winning, um, award-nominated, not winning, um, radio show. Yes. Take a break and then, um, you know, get the ads in and then we're going to finish. We're not going to finish. We're going to keep talking Nebraska spring football. So other takeaways I have from the game, if, um, the first was Mickey Joseph leading the charge. He was skipping and waving his arms in the tunnel run, not the, like the tunnel walk, but, um. The one before that, when they're, like, doing warm-ups and stuff. And then also, it was really um, encouraging to see all the former Huskers in attendance, the older ones, the younger ones, um, just a huge smorgasbord of players. And then um, I have, at number three, it was dot, 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 boring, slow, question mark. So I'm hearing from a lot of people that they, I get, like, yes, I probably, they want to see football. Like we're we're tagging we're t- two hand touching we're tagging off we're bouncing like yeah. you don't know how people can wrap up you don't know how people can bounce off blocks you don't know how people can go after contact because I touched you down. you're done yep, down. You're down dead yep dead murdered 
No, that would be bad. So, murder. Could you imagine if that was my power? I hope I would. I two hand touch you and you're murdered. Do you you think you'd ever forget and just be like, no, no, you're good, (sighs) and then boom, dead splat. Oh yeah, that would that would be unfortunate. (laughs) That would be. I wish I could have like another power to like bring it back. To bring it back, just a trial run. So, from a work standpoint, I actually really loved the spring game. So I it was I was kind of like getting my getting that itch you know like we haven't had a game in a while yeah. um i was ready to like shoot the game i was ready for the game to start there's always a ton of hype around the game and so i was just like once when you're shooting the game you just want the game to start because mm-hmm. pre-game is a lot getting to the game stadium setting up pre shooting pre-game is one of my least favorite things on this planet okay so shooting golf and shooting pre-game football it's just golf would be tough it's just a lot it's just a lot you don't. There's so much going on. You don't know what to shoot, and you really have to lock in. I have, so I, I always tell Kevin, I'm like, don't. I'm not. I'm not the only one shooting pregame. Yeah. You guys also have to be there, and so. But I loved it. It was. We got to get out of the office. It was a nice day. We got to see the players. So this was our first time seeing them play. This yeah, because they the haven't fir- let us in practice yet. Yeah, this is the first time, like, we've been using just a lot of Husker um, athletics video yeah. and photos and f- video of Mickey Joseph at the table with all the mics because we have nothing fresh. We don't exactly. have Mickey coaching. And so my job was um, to shoot. I didn't shoot the game until uh, midway through the third quarter. So my job for the first two and a half quarters was just to go around and get ISOs of everybody. Makes so sense. I was able to, like... Focus in on Whipple. Focus For like in B-roll. on B-roll. Yes. Okay. So that was fun. Yeah. Because I was just like, you, you, well, it's you. Well, different. Yes. Every sing- like, literally every single like angle is something different. So I I had a lot of fun at the game. Okay, that's good. That's good because it can it can be slow. Like a spring, a spring game slash practice can take its toll. And some people, they were just like, I'm over this. And I was like, I'm having a lot of fun. And they're like, I need to hear that. Yeah. That's really encouraging to hear. And so I'm not usually the positive one. I'm usually the this is stupid one. Yeah. But I had fun. I'll, I'll so. admit, I'll admit, I did have fun. I, I left at halftime. Oh. I uh, at the end of the day, did you no, have fun? I did not. I was not going to say at the end of the day. I'm just saying. Um, no, I did. I did enjoy it. So it all started like I was not leading up to a Friday night. I think that's a good part. Um, leading up to Friday night, I was not super pumped for the the spring game, like. Because of the scoring or the well, format, it was, it was or just the format, in general. The format was a bummer. Like we heard that Scott Frost was going to be pretty vanilla, and that he's like, you know, we don't want to put too many things on tape. And I have this big, you know, thing about Nebraska just needs to start worrying about themselves. Stop worrying about what everybody else is finding out about you. Like just figure out how to win, mm-hmm. and and figure out ways, you know, successful plays and things like that. Um, but Friday night. I was downtown in the Haymarket, and it was, like, enjoyable. And we met some, some 93.7 The Ticket listeners. That was fun. I saw and a cute we were, yes, McKinney's. Exactly, McKinney's. I'm shocked. You were with Nathan, and you went to McKinney's. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a lot of fun. We sat down, and not even five minutes later, these ticket listeners came walking in, and, and we all enjoyed the rest of our night and, and things like that. And then t- Saturday morning, it was like, yeah, like I'm excited because we get to do a pregame show. It's fun. The environment's fun at Tipsy Tina's. But then we took our Uber downtown, and people are full at Berries. The rooftops open. It's loaded. Then the Haymarket's jam packed, and and people are walking to Memorial Stadium, and it feels like a game day. And I was like, all right, here we go. Who says Nebraska can't go 12 and 0? 
Um, me. I think a lot Anyone? of people also. But it, it, you know, it was it was fun. The you. environment was a blast. So, so yes, to answer your original question, I did have a good time. There we go. But he left at halftime. I did because Casey Thompson was done. Casey Thompson, like Casey, threw was done. four yeah. passes. Four. He did. Like. I just wish that Scott could have, like, drawn up just a deep ball pass to Trey Palmer and be like, this is what we're running. No one hurt anyone. Yeah. Just give the fans something to the, – the biggest applause came from a 60-plus yard punt yeah. from um, – Bushini. Bushini. Brian Bushini, the FCS kicker Bush of the boomy. year. Bush Boomy. I'm ill. Boom. Like a booming punt. That's what people call him? I, I think that's what the nickname they're trying to stick. No, so no. it's not going to stick. No boomy. But um, the field goals, ugh. <laughs> the s- extra points. Well, the ugh. field the field goals and the uh, the point after is like, gee whiz, man. So yeah, we're right where we left off. Right, doing great. Fourth on the list, Dylan Rayola is holding babies. So I tweeted a picture. <laughs> I did see that. I tweeted a picture of him. Um, some person basically gave their child to Dylan Rayola. Mm. So. If you don't know who Dylan Rayola is, he's the son of Dominic, and he of Dominic Rayola, the former Husker center, and he played with Detroit um, in the NFL with the Lions, and he, his son is the number one overall recruit yeah. across all positions in the 2024 class. So he's the number one player in the country of the 2024 class. So I see this kid. So I tweet photos of Dylan of Dylan Rayola holding this kid. And I'm like, Dylan Rayola out here holding babies. Like, the kid is not a baby. The kid is probably like... uh, Three? Four? four? Okay. I don't know. I'm not... He has like a hat on, a baseball cap. Oh, yeah, that's no baby. But, yes, (laughs) I know. But I'm just saying, like, that's the phrase. You don't say, like, holding... Oh, holding toddlers. Holding toddler. Yeah. Holding... 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 Small child. Young... Yes, so yeah. I had some people responding to me, like, the age of the kid, like, I was <laughs> inaccurate. And I'm like, the dude is holding someone's kid. Yeah. Okay, lay off. But we have Dylan Rayola out here holding babies, hashtag Huskers. And then also Trev Alberts getting in on some Rayola family picture time. It was Donovan and Dominic and the, the their wives, or I think it's Do- I think it's Donovan's fiancé, and then... Uh, his daughter, and then just family picture with the Rayolas on the field with Trev. So, Here's a question for you that I had a, a poll question last week about Trev Alberts. Is Trev Alberts buttoned up or letting loose? For the spring game? Just in general. Is he a buttoned up guy, or is he one of the guys that will let loose? Trev. I don't oh, know, because he was always, he's always wearing suits. And he's always got the the comb over the nice hair, like it's combed well. Yes, and I'm like, why aren't you wearing like a like a quarter zip or something? So I did see him at a softball game a couple weeks ago, and he was just chilling in right behind home plate and just a nor- like this is what I love about Trev Alberts, is that he just chills um, like where everybody else is, so accessible. He, he wants to talk to fans. He wants to talk to Husker people. He just wants to be accessible to fans. He understands that that's a huge part of this job. And, like, he was just chilling right not, – not even right behind the home plate. It was, like, three rows in front of the press box at Bowling Stadium. He was just chilling in a quarter zip. And, and people were coming up and saying, hey – and it was – it's just simple. Plot twist, though. He's everyone's boss. 
Yikes. So it's just like he can just sit wherever he wants and just That's watch true. all the sporting events. And you're like, that there's Trev true. Alberts three rows behind home do you plate. Think, do you think Trev Alberts paid for a softball ticket? No. Okay. He Don't you get like – doesn't he have like all-access pass? Well, do you think? I mean, I, obviously he does, but do you think Trev's just like, you know what, I'm going to help – you know, $10 for softball. Might as well. No. Okay. He doesn't do that. He doesn't go up to the box office and is like, yeah, I'll, I'll do – I'll take a general admission ticket, please. Yes. Can I sit on the berm today? I think he just walks in. I'm sure he does. But it's like when I was at the Minnesota game and, and Scott Frost got – asked for his credential and I wanted to die. It was the most uncomfortable is, I've is, ever been. That is so funny. Probably in my career. That's a lie. And I've covered that's not a lie. And th- and I've covered some pretty uncomfortable things like Tim Miles being fired. I'm sure that like, that was right after you got here, right? That was uncomfortable. Um Here's, I've been in some uncomfortable situations and Scott walking out of the tunnel with Ron Brown and the security guy saying, "Can I see your credential?" And Scott looking at him, and I had a camera, and Scott I was just like, be. I I would like to melt right here. I would like to, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I would like to die the, right well, now. So obviously my career is a lot younger and fresher than yours. Um, you've been mm, in the business. Are you calling me old? Not at all. You've been in the business. You just have more experience. And uh, my most ex- or awkward moment was last August, a week before the Illinois game, when the NCAA violations came out, and Trev Alberts and Scott Frost talked to the media I don't know if you were there. Oh, I wasn't there. Okay, no. okay. So Trev and I still, Trev have, brings him I out. still have a picture, and Trev like brings him out, and Scott just, Scott Frost oh. is just standing there, just like this, just with a straight face, and then it, they put like Scott up on the microphone, and they're like, obviously Scott, you know, won't be able to answer a ton of questions. We ask the media asked Scott Frost like six questions, and his answer every single time is just, yeah, I just can't really comment on that. And I'm like, why are we bringing him up? And he did not want to be there. He was annoyed. He was mad. Like, it was very obvious. And it, that was the most awkward thing. Because obviously, that was like the, one of the first press conferences I actually went to. And it was the most and uncomfortable thing ever. it was, it was the ever. most uncomfortable thing ever. Like, I could have imagined because Trev's just like handling it like a professional. Like, you know, we're going to. Scott know, was like a kid who got in trouble. Bingo. Bingo. I didn't want to say it. But Scott's just standing back oh, there with his easy. arms crossed. And he's just like. Pouting. Pouting. And he's like, and then they're like, all right, we'll let Scott talk. And Scott's answer every single time was, I, I can't comment on that. Scott, we're not shitting on you. We just wish that you. Dumb button. Oh, shoot. Can I say that? No, you can't. Shoot? Yeah, oh, you can't say, you can say shoot. Oh, shoot. Yes. We got it. We just. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We're not sh- shooting. shooting on you. We just wish that you would throw. Um, you know, deep passes to yeah. Trey Palmer in the spring game. <laughs> Big Bird says this on the text line, Trev is a buttoned-up guy that wants to let loose but doesn't quite know how to. Well, I feel like he's concerned. Like, he doesn't want to give away – This is like, he doesn't want to come in here and just, like, <laughs> I'm yeah, the like, athletic look, director. Look, yes, like, you have an ego. Like, he wants – like, and I don't think anybody um, thinks he has an ego. Like, I, I, I love Trev Alberts, man. I love Trev Alberts. I, he's awesome. Cool. Sorry. Do you want to gush about him some more? No. No, I'm done. I'm finished. Elfine. Okay. Casey Thompson's energy. Cool. When So my favorite thing that I saw at the spring game was uh, Garrett Sinek, the quarterback out of Hastings, with the 16-yard rushing touchdown to the right, obviously, maybe. They were playing tackle, so it was live. It was the second half. But I'm wondering if he would have made that 
play. It doesn't matter. He made the play in the spring game. It was awesome. Had a 16-yard rushing touchdown, and then Casey just runs right up to him, and they do like a body bounce. So Yeah, Casey was right out there also. I mean, he was the quarterback on this play, but I posted a video of him hyping up Anthony Grant after his 60-yard score as well. And I mean, Casey was the first one there to greet him, and and stuff like that. You look at that. You look at that stuff when you're looking for a leader. And, and, things and that's like, that. like all we could take away was we can't see what they're doing on the field, so we have to see what they're doing off the field. Exactly. And my final thing that I noticed, um, I'm, I I kind of hit on this earlier a little bit, but I'm concerned for the talk, like the what we didn't see any of the anything in the media. We didn't get to see spring ball. We only get to hear what they say. We get to hear that Trey Palmer said, "Throw me a deep ball, and this will be over." And in two plays, it was over. And then the spring game was extremely vanilla. Yeah. And then we. D- didn't Which, see anything, and it's like, I wish they could have staged a route. I wish they could have staged just well, something, because now we're not going to see anything until the team shows up in Ireland. And it's like, if they don't play well in Ireland, is it because they're in another country and they're not adjusting oh, well? All the, the, the possible storylines to come out of that? Yes. When it's like, we have to Man. wait even three, four, five more months to just see what this team looks like. I think that's frustrating. And, and one thing you said is that we have to just take everything they say. Well, through four years, what they've said that they've wanted to do, what they've said about the program, like, hasn't matched up on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling a spade a spade, it just hasn't worked. And then when people say, I, um, there's a guy who listens to the show and he tweets at me a lot and I, we follow each other or whatever, and he said, he's like, I'm just kind of confused. Like, did the, was the media hyping up this team more for like the spring game and it's like no they showed us nothing no and we just have been talking about what the team has been telling us which can come back and like make us look dumb like i'll, I'll say that I'll, I'll i have no problem admitting that because we have to take what we hear from them and if it doesn't match up on the field in august it's going to be oh remember what you guys said back in april about how casey thompson or how logan smothers was a, a you know a, a a quality number 2 backup or whatever it is and but why is chubba purdy the number 2 guy when you said logan smothers is such a good backup like mm-hmm. it, it stinks because we can't see it with our own eyes and at the end of the day at the end of the day, oh my gosh, I wasn't even listening. Drink. I was like, why? I thought the stream went down. I was why, like, why are you? Sh- no, no, we're good. So anyway, it just we stinks. don't encourage drinking and driving. No, it just stinks because. But we drink every time he says that. We can't um, see with our own eyes. Like at the end, uh, we can't go watch practice. At the end of what, Nick? The end at of the what? end of practice. We can't go to our on our show. Like I can't go on my show and say this is what I saw. It has to be this is what they so said. and so said. Yep. And in, in reality, what they've said is just hasn't matched up. And that's why this show is nice and easy because it is April 11th, and we learned about next to nothing <laughs> from the spring game. So we're right. going to take a break. Shout out Carter, who's in the studio, manning the boards for us. And on the other side of this break, we're going to bring in intern Alexis, who was on the call for the football game, an all-women broadcast. Yes. Awesome. Love to see it. Love to hear it. And we'll take a break, and we'll be back after this. Take a weeknights on remote at Upside Bar and Lounge. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. 
Welcome back in Take It Weeknights. I'm your host, Nicole Griffith, and we are live at the Upside Bar and Lounge for the next hour and seven minutes and for my show. And we have um, had a good show so far, talked um, a lot of random nonsense and then also some spring football. And we, to continue talking about spring football, I'm bringing in Alexis Sander, of um, our intern. I call you intern Alexis, <laughs> and you're so much more than an intern, but that's how the people know you. And um, I'm here at, at 93.7 The Ticket, and you were a part of a part of history mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, you were on the all-women broadcast of the football game, uh, of this Nebraska spring game for KRNU. Mm-hmm. Walk us through that process. How did you um, get become a part of that? Were you nervous? What, we'll break it down, but walk us through that process. Okay, so not last Tuesday, the Tuesday before, I got the phone call from my dear sweet professor, Ford Clark, back home in Cardi, and he asked me, well, they're kind of putting this thing together. Uh, how would you feel about doing play-by-play? But he didn't tell me what it was for. All he said was, we're putting this all-female broadcast together. Um, do you want to do play-by-play? Play play? I said, play-by-play play for what? He goes, oh, the Husker spring game. And I went, uh, yeah, you don't have to me twice. And he goes, okay, cool. So then John Schrader over at UNL called me and asked me if I wanted to do it, made sure we were good to go on that. So I immediately started doing my research. I mean, I was getting stats put together. I was making sure I had players' names memorized, making sure I was pronouncing them correctly. And then Friday we found out that – Everything was switched. It wasn't two separate teams. It was offense versus defense, red versus white, you know, of course, but it was offense versus defense. So I had to completely redo my entire spotting board I'd put together, which was totally okay because it ended up working out awesome in the long run. Um, All of us girls had had a meeting earlier in the week, and we kind of talked a little bit, but we didn't really go into detail much until Friday night. We all kind of started texting. We're like, oh, do you have this done? Do you have this done? This is how I want to do this. This is how I want to do that. So we all started talking, getting our stuff put together. And I got up at about 6 o'clock on Saturday morning after not sleeping because I was way too excited on Friday night. I'm sure. And we all met up at the journalism building. And all of us finally met each other in person for the first time, except for a few of us. A couple of us knew each other. I knew one of the girls over from UNL, dear sweet Haley Ryerson. Shout out to you, homegirl. Yeah. um, So her and I went over there together. All of us met. We were getting along great. We walked over to the stadium together. Um, We show up at Memorial, got all of our equipment set up, got everything put together, and then we went off to go get lunch. And, of course, I run into Steve Sipple, dear sweet (laughs) Sipple. We walk in the room, and he's like, it's intern Alexis. And I'm like, hello. And the girls look at me like, how do you know Sip? I said, oh, I work at the ticket. I'm the intern over there. like, oh, that makes sense. So then we all kind of hung out, started going over notes, started going over stats, whatever. And then we're like, oh, let's go down to the field. Let's go check out. Let's go down by the sidelines and go check out what that's all about. Make some videos, go take some pictures, have some fun. We know more than walk out. One of the guys from the Big Ten booth walks out and goes, oh, what, what are you ladies doing? We said, oh, we're a part of an all-female broadcast, 90.3 KRNU. And he goes, do you want to check out the booth? So we got to go see the inside of the Big Ten booth. He showed us all of their equipment. We got to see the commentator spot where they get to draw the lines and go show instant replays and, like, how that was all put together. So that was really cool i was i was shook when i saw that we get down to the field we're hanging out and then 
uh, Megan McCowan from Big Ten Network. She's sideline reporter. Amazing. Love her. And I love her work. Well, she came up and said hi to us down in the field. So we were like, oh, you're cool. This is awesome. We're making friends. We're having fun. Her producer, Tony, came over, started talking with us and goes, yeah, yeah, you ladies are great. You ladies are great. This is going to be an awesome opportunity. Took down our names and... We didn't hear much else after that. Well, little did we know he was following us around with the camera most of the day. And we ended up on the Big Ten Network on TV. Like, they did a whole little intro segment and had our names posted on there with our positions. And then they zoomed in on us up in the booth. And my mother had an absolute cow. I called her after the game. And she goes, I was screaming and crying as I was <laughs> saying that. I said, oh, you're amazing. You were, you were adorable. I love you. Um... But no, it was it was quite the experience. So getting up there in the booth and being that high up in Memorial Stadium and seeing the field and getting to call a game, I mean, it was like a fever dream. I'm not going to lie. I got back to Kearney Saturday night, and I just couldn't believe that I had done that. Like, I had sat down in my bed, and I'm like, did I really just drive back from Lincoln after calling a Husker spring game? Wow, okay. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of cool. Putting together all of the stats and getting this you know, opportunity with other women that are around my age. That is huge. That is absolutely huge. And now I can proudly say that I have broken history twice now this school year. The first time with my Nebraska Broadcasters Association Award um, back in the fall, mm -hmm. as I was the first ever to win that for UNK. And then all of us, all seven of us broke university as a whole history for the first ever Husker football game to be broadcasted by all female including our board op our dear sweet board op like everybody was a female so i think that's pretty cool that's awesome that's so awesome um alexis our intern alexis here 93.7 the ticket talking about her experience um calling the spring game um obviously the uh we have a minute until seven so we're gonna take a break and then we'll ask you a couple more questions and then um we'll Carter, we'll discuss in commercial how we want to map out the show uh, for the next hour. But um, don't go anywhere, you guys. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're live at Upside Bar and Lounge. Thank you. We just got our tacos dropped off to us if you're watching the video stream. And we will, um, take, like I said, we'll take a quick break. And then um, we'll have the next hour. Um, we'll take a weeknight with Nicole after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.